0: You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788 and welcome back to finding your frequency. I'm your host Jeff Spinard and I'm your co-host Ryan Treasure. And joining us now, Mr. John Duffy. He is a film producer, director, professor and motivational speaker. It's quite a quite a few trades up. He is he has produced over 25 featured films and is also very active in veteran support activities in the film industry. John shares a powerful message of overcoming all odds to succeed in life. He inspires others with a message that there is always a solution and that you can overcome all obstacles. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Duffy. John, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Jeff and Ryan. I'm uh, really excited to be on. I uh, look forward to talking with you guys.
0: Absolutely. You know, it was great. Uh, you know, I know we kind of got together last minute. I was very glad that you were able to join us today. Um, listen, we, the audience would love to know, of course, uh, Ryan and I would like a recap because we know each other. We've been out before. Uh, give the audience a, little, uh, a, a a little who John Duffy is.
1: Yeah, I'm a a son of two Irish immigrants. I grew up in the South Bronx, one of the toughest uh, and poorest neighborhoods in America, Mm. and uh, dropped out of high school when I was 15 years old, and from that point went on a journey, uh, wasn't a lot of success models in my neighborhood or role models that I could, um, uh, aspire to. So it took me a while to get uh, down the path, but eventually I went from that experience to getting to where I am today. I say from, I went from the Bronx to Hollywood or from the ghetto to greatness. And, um, in, in the process, uh, I've had a lot of jobs and a lot of, uh, Paths before I got to where I am now as a film producer and a professor, and now working on my sixth lifetime as a, a motivational, transformational speaker.
0: Sixth lifetime, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's the, quite, the, quite the
2: variety uh, of just activities you got going on. Yeah, he's got a, a very common, not not common, but similar past as kind of our other guests. Where yeah. they, you know, you guys just went through a lot of different trials and tribulations to build up to where you currently yeah, are the today. Old school of hard knocks, you know, we're going <laughs> to learn it the hard way, but we're going to learn it, right?
1: Oh no, yeah! I've Nobody done, said finding your frequency was
2: easy. <laughs> uh, no,
1: it, it was not. I worked in the post office for five years as a mail handler. I drove a cab. I worked in factories. I've done a lot of serious hard work. Um, you name it, I've done it to get to this point. But it's right. been a, it's been a journey, and that's part of life.
0: So, is there one consistent lesson you've learned from all the careers you've had?
1: Uh, I don't. It, I, you know the. the I don't know so much from the careers. Uh, I learned I had a turning point in my life uh, when I was working in the post office back in um, the 80s and I experienced a seminar with a guy by the name of Tony Robbins and did a fire walk. I think we know that. And right? that, you know, walked on hot coals on 34th Street in Manhattan on uh, a Friday night yep. and went back to the post office I and saw decided was, of that. Yeah. And I decided it was time to retire. I'd been there five years and I figured that's enough for a, a lifetime. <laughs> and. <laughs> It changed my life because it gave me a perspective that I was 100% responsible for my life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And at that point, I realized if I wanted to achieve anything, it was on me. And that was the point that took me from there to Hollywood.
0: You know, and I like I like to hear a story like that because, you know, you see guys like Tony Robbins, who's been out there for such a long time, but he's still doing it, still strong as ever. You know, some people, you know, it's. You know, it's like looking at uh, God and for other people, you know, they weren't weren't able to walk on the fire. So, you know, you got to have that built in strength inside of you to be able to do something like this. So kudos to you on that
1: well thank you thank you and, and like you said when I when, when that experience for me I was kind of stuck in life and I was mm-hmm. stuck in my uh, experience and then from that point on kind of opened up my uh, vision of what was possible and what I could achieve if I put in the work right. and so I started to uh, you know make the changes uh, adapt and go after my dreams and that's what allowed me to get from there to where I am today.
2: You know John you talk about you know following your dreams and you know um, I'm a former uh, Navy guy uh, my father was in the army and I know that veterans and all of that that comes with it are extremely important to you. You know, how has your success enabled you to give back to the veterans and tell us a little bit about that cool event that you got to do a couple of weeks back.
1: Well, there's been so many, uh, my dad was uh, joined the army, Irish immigrant, uh, joined the US army and fought in the Philippines. So that was um, my relationship to the military through him. He died when I was four years old, so I really never got to know him. But I got an opportunity to uh, produce some training videos for the US Marine Corps, and when I did that, it kind of opened up a door for me because I got to meet some of the best young men and women I'd ever met in my life. And then once that door was open, all kinds of other opportunities came where people came and said, can you help support getting veterans jobs in the film and television industry? Can you help teach here and give back? And for me, it was a no brainer. It was like, of course, what can I do to help? Because this is a great group. Since that time, I've done everything from directing a uh, short film The Flag that was at the GI Film Festival and also doing trainings with military vets out here with a couple of different groups including this one group called VFT which is Veterans in Film and Television just made up about 3000 Military vets in Hollywood, and just one of the greatest groups that uh, I've ever seen. And I think in Hollywood, in my opinion. And so I've had a chance to do some trainings with them. And a couple of nights ago, I was at a event for them that I was invited to, that Gary Sinise spoke at, and that was also a very powerful so, uh, uh, experience. You
2: know, let me just tell you, you look like a total badass with a flak jacket <laughs> on in those pictures I saw.
1: Oh, oh well, that's that. That event was another once again a blessing pl- for me. They took me on a. I was one of um, about I don't know forty. Forty people that they took on Black Hawk helicopters on a VIP oh, tour cool of that? Fort Irwin, and they flew us out to the fort and they put us through a day to show what their experiences were like. Uh, in, for real, of course, we were faking it. You know, we put the equipment on, we shot some uh, some weapons and everything, and they just gave us an experience. And once again, I met some amazing people. That's awesome, and um, it was a great time, just a oh, great time. I would love to do that.
0: So to, you know, uh, from New York and walking on fire to Hollywood and producing twenty five films. Um, is there a recipe to success uh, uh, to making 25 uh, films?
1: Well, you know, I, I guess the recipe for me is I came up with, you know, uh, early on in my thing, that a belief system that said, that there always is a solution and that I would be the solution. So in my job as a line producer, you're always faced with challenges of every single type on a daily basis when you make a movie. And some people give up or some people say it's impossible. So when I hear something's impossible, that just uh, excites me because I know it's not impossible. I can find a solution. Right. So it's by having that mindset, I'm able to work with other people, and I may not have the answer, they may have the answer, and I get it from them. It's yeah. not like I know of everything, because I don't, but it's working with a team, and always going after, you know, once you hear the problem, forget the problem, let's go for the solution. Sure. So that, that to me is one of the things um, that I, I really bring to life, that there always is that, and I always encourage other people, and, and also I encourage people I work with, even the vets. That is your mindset that really determines everything because you can learn a lot of different skill sets. Sure. But if you have the wrong mindset, if you don't have a mindset of leadership or a mindset of uh, overcoming obstacles and finding solutions, you'll give up. Sure. And if you have the right mindset, no matter how hard it is, you're going to get to the other side. So I guess that's the Love recipe it. for success.
0: Love it. Love it. And you you got to be a creative thinker, I would imagine. Passion with purpose. Passion with purpose. Absolutely. So you've done extensive work with uh, youth. What's the one piece of advice you could give to a young person?
1: (sighs) Ooh, that's (laughs) it. Wow. Uh, I mean, I worked as, you know, another job when I first moved out here. I was a counselor for two years with runaway kids in Hollywood. Right. So uh, I've done that as well. Um, What piece of advice? You know, uh, once again, I think it's really taking responsibility for your life, realizing that you know, you have greatness in you, you have the ability in you, but you have to do the work. And if you take responsibility, you can find a way. If you never give up, if you're just determined, more determined than anybody else and you persevere, it, you'll find a way as long as you don't blame it on other people. Don't you know, blame other people for your situation because sure. I grew up in poverty. We all have things <laughs> that, that, that challenge us in life, but those are just obstacles on the path. And you just overcome them with the right attitude. So that's kind of what I would say is just, you know, believe in yourself and put in the work and, and get out there and grant.
2: Yeah. There it yeah, is. Yeah, that's there awesome. It is. I, I had to I had to give you a round of applause. Yeah. That was that was great. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that for my daughter later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so listen, John, tell us about your new f- uh, film project, They Call Me Termite.
1: Yes, this is probably, of all the films I've done, this is the one I am uh, most uh, passionate about for all kinds of reasons. It's based on a true story of a a boxer from Houston, Texas, who fought for the championship on a dual card with Muhammad Ali. When Muhammad Ali had his last fight against Larry Holmes, he fought uh, against Saul Mamby for the championship and lost a contested decision. His life kind of crashed with that, his career crashed, and eventually turned his life back around. In 2003, buddies in the military called him up from Iraq and said, hey... Uh, do you still have your extermination license because his dad was a pest exterminator and he says yeah why and they said we want you to come over to iraq exterminate the military bases for bugs as a contractor so he prays on it. he tells his wife i think i'm being called to a mission his wife said god is not talking to you don't go to iraq and of course he decides to go to iraq now he's over there killing bugs on the military base somehow gets into a beef with a colonel they find out about his boxing and he starts training some of the soldiers in the morning the provisional authority hears about it and they come to him and say, What are the odds you can put to, together an Iraqi boxing team for the Olympics in 10 months? And he said, Are you kidding me? The odds are a million to one. They said, Great <laughs> odds. We don't need the million. We just need the one.
0: Right, right.
1: So now he's given the real mission of training these Iraqi kids for the Olympics. He has 10 months. He has to train them, qualify them, get Iraq back into the Olympics because it had been kicked out and not get killed by Al Qaeda. And in that 10 months, he pulls off the impossible, takes Iraq to the 2004 Olympics in um, Athens, Greece. And the movie is. Called, they call me Termite and we're out there trying to raise financing
2: for it. Excellent. That sounds like a great movie, man. Yes, it does. Yeah, really cool. I really like the premise. And you know, um, you know, from that story, you know, and he said, wife is not. The wife said, God's not talking to you. Don't <laughs> yeah, go to Iraq. Okay. And he went to Iraq. I'm, it's it's a good thing he followed his 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 passion and, and maybe God was talking to him.
1: I, I think so, and you know what he did over there. He became a, a, a father figure and a, a big brother to all these Iraqi kids, and he became well loved. <laughs> and he risked he risked his life and he had a close call, a couple of close calls, but he was there for a purpose, and he achieved that purpose. And I think that's a lesson for us. And. He's one of the uh, inspirations in my life that I've met, and so that's why I'm so committed and passionate to wanting to see this movie get made, because I think it'll inspire others that when you're faced with uh, adversity, just keep going.
2: I mean, yeah, and if if that guy can come from, you know, that space of, you know, losing the boxing match, you know, and then going to Iraq through all odds and training and, and getting people into the Olympics, which is not an easy feat whatsoever, um, while in the middle of a war zone, I'm pretty sure we can that's do one, anything.
0: That's, that's one hell of a task. Yeah, know, I mean, if, if that guy can do that, we could do anything. Months to, you know, uh, build, you know, you know, find the fighters, yeah. you know, train them, get them back to the Olympics. Uh, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's it's an incredible story. And he said to me, he said, is this going to be impossible to get the movie made? I said, well, impossible is what you did. No one's shooting at me. So I got it pretty easy compared to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about the motivational speaking. Uh, Obviously, a lot of what you talk, uh, there's a lot of motivation behind, you know, the answers that you've given, uh, which obviously leads to motivational speaking. So tell us what you've been doing in the motivational speaking world.
1: Well, I had a great opportunity and some of this came through the uh, termite connection. We, we uh, both termite and myself were invited to be VIP speakers at this event at NASA called U Mission Critical. And so we were uh, in Houston, Texas, and we were both VIP speakers there. And that kind of kicked me off on doing more speaking. So since then, I've done uh, a bunch of smaller speaking engagements out here. And I have uh, one coming up with uh, the same group tr- with Tracy Haynes out in uh, Notre Dame in July. And that's going to be uh, until the end of July 31st to August uh, 3rd, a four-day event at Notre Dame. That is uh, fantastic. I'll be one of the speakers. Excellent. But I'll also be working on one of the VIP speakers. We're going to try and be putting a documentary together about his life as well. So a lot of doors a lot of doors have opened up to me. And I, I've always kind of said that I need, you know, I was on my fifth life and I was looking for the motivational speaking <laughs> to be my sixth. And I right. think I'm on my sixth. Now maybe I'll be working on my seven. Yeah, right, right. right.
0: Seven, eight, nine's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always good to bring. It's always good to bring that camera with you. Yes,
2: yes, it is. <laughs> yes,
0: All right, yes listen. Tell us about uh, the NASA project. Uh, what are you doing with NASA nowadays?
1: Well, we just uh, we were there speaking. We um, we were invited to an event uh, called You Mission Critical, which was basically inspirational speaking on topics of success, money. Um, uh, mindset, et cetera, and I was one of the VIP speakers, as ter- as was Termite. Uh, there was also other speakers there who actually worked for NASA. One of the former um, people who ran a lot of the NASA uh, things spoke to us as, as well. So it was just a great opportunity to be there, meet the people, understand how NASA, you know, how you you make critical decisions in a space of a program and how that applies to our life sure. and how we have to make those same kind of critical decisions so that we end up going in the right direction and not the wrong direction. So all that was what that program was. So a great, it was a great opportunity for me to meet a lot of great speakers, authors, and connect with them going further down the in the future. So that was what that was.
0: Well, you do not have a boring life, I'll tell you that.
1: No, that God did not give me a boring life. That's pretty sure. Uh, uh, that's one thing I have not have not had a
2: boring life. You know, hey, John, so we got about four minutes here left before you have to close out the show. And uh, when I was out of town all week, so I didn't even know that we were interviewing you until I got to the office this morning and Jeff called me at 10 o'clock and he's like, hey, here's what we're doing for the radio show today. And I was like, oh, sweet, John, that's awesome. <laughs> John didn't
0: know he was doing the show. This morning.
2: <laughs> but, you know, last time we were we uh, we met, John, you turned me on to a really cool film that I really wasn't that into when I first saw that it came out and and I watched it and it was fantastic. So, um, but, you know, just to, uh, on a short note, what movie have you watched lately that you would uh, tell all of our listeners to go watch?
1: Well, I, I, I'm going to go with that one. If you don't mind, no, go ahead. Um, it, a lot of them. I've seen a few and there's not a lot of movies that it, 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 the name of the movie is Hacksaw Ridge. And I got a chance to go to a screen and what one of the producers was there. And, it, once again, it tells an incredible story of this guy who was a conscientious object, a true story, and he ended up uh, fighting in World War II, and he couldn't carry a gun because of his belief systems, and so because of that, he caught a lot of hell, but he stuck to his beliefs, and he ended up rescuing, I think, 75 people and saving yeah. people's lives and becoming a true hero, yep. and the movie is just uh, – Mel Gibson did just such a great job with the movie, It's but it's such an inspirational story that inspires us to – the best of what we can possibly be no matter what we do in life or absolutely. what our attitudes are
2: it falls uh-huh. right in line it falls right in line kind of with uh, a similar mantra with what you're working on with they call me termite with you know uh, a story of never give up always follow your passion absolutely Now, i'm absolutely trying to yeah. think i'm trying to think if
0: i saw this movie or if i'm just picturing is it, I'm, I'm, i don't know I, I think i saw the movie i saw the, I, remember, I saw the movie you know, right after they told me it was it's and, fantastic
1: well, he's he's up on a he's up on a, a top of a mountain, and he has to each time he goes and gets somebody, brings them back, and they take them down the mountain to save them. All these wounded soldiers, including some of the his uh, superiors who had brutalized them because they didn't like his uh, yeah. conscientious subject. They or, tried to court martial I'm, gonna him. I'm gonna pull it I, I again. again. It, it. It's just it's one of those movies that you know uh, is worth always watching. I think you know for future generations as well because it just shows you what a hero is in real life right. and just such a humble human being. You know, it wasn't nothing about him that was um, the narcissistic type that unfortunately we see too much of today. But it was just really a humble human being who, right. who did something uh, to save others.
0: John, you know what? I want to thank you for being on the show today. The uh, You know, I know uh, we talked this morning and uh, it's just so great to have. I wanted to have you on anyway. Uh, just became sooner rather than later. But uh, awesome. Everything you're working on uh, is fantastic. Uh, is there one thing you want to tell our audience before we cut the show here, where to go find you? or
1: I would say connect with me at the moment. I'm in the process of putting uh, together uh, websites and all that. But LinkedIn, is, and I was listening to your previous show, which was excellent. Uh, LinkedIn um, is a good place to connect with me. John Duffy there. Facebook's a good place to connect with me. And that's probably the two places. And I, I tend to connect with anybody who's uh, kind of on the same path. So okay, just reach so. out to me and we'll connect.
0: Any URLs?
1: Uh, no. The, oh, my website. email is uh, duffsqfilm at gmail. That's okay. my uh,
2: awesome. App. All right, I'm going to give it to Ryan. Well hey we really appreciate you being on John What a great guest you are Great insights to all the things that you've worked on Are working on And and thank you so much for the uh, feedback on the film You guys go check out Hacksaw Ridge And of course you can google search John Duffy And find out all the cool stuff that he's working on Thanks for tuning in to finding your frequency today You guys can check us out all over social media Facebook at facebook.com forward slash voice america of course all over twitter at Radio Ryan 1 At Jeff Spinney 2 And we're here finding our frequency Stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys next week